Well, hello, Varminions, and welcome to Varmints 2.0. This is a special episode of Varmints 2.0, and we have a very special guest who has managed to find a payphone off of a highway somewhere in Roswell, New Mexico. Welcome back to the show, Mr. Cotton Shorts, exotic animal rancher from New Mexico in the U.S. of A. Welcome! Welcome back! Hi there, how you doing, Varmins? <laughs> I'm sure they're all Verminoids. doing great listening to you today. So, how about you there? Oh, we're, do Donna, we're doing good, doing? we're rebooting our show. Paul sends his regards and wishes you the very best for this episode. He couldn't be here, he's left the show to start his own project, but I know that he's wishing you the very, very best. And so, what have you got for us today? Well, well, you didn't know you were going to have a reboot. Is that a left boot or a right boot? No, it's both boots. Anyway. Both boots, yeah. I, today I was going to talk to you about, well, a little trip I took uh, not too terribly long ago. Recently went to a cryptozoology conference in Sicily. Now, Sicily, you may or may not know, that's out in the Mediterranean Sea. Right. Now, the Mediterranean means Middle Earth. But it didn't look too much like Middle Earth to me. There weren't any hobbits. Right. <laughs> But at any rate, I was out there for like cryptozoology conference, and one of the presenters was a guy named Argus, and he's a cyclops. A cyclops? Now, you may have... What? Yeah, a cyclops. Okay, back up. There was a professor there whose name was Argus, and he was a cyclops? It, you mean he just had one presenter. eye? presenter. Oh, yeah, he, well, he was an actual... He, he not just had one eye, well... Turns out that all Cyclops only have one eye, on account of losing the other one in a bet. In a bet? Okay, but this is an actual yeah. Cyclops, just not not a person with one eye. Right, he's about 20 feet tall, has legs like a goat. Anyway, he was there to talk to us about futures. <laughs> a future? Now, I didn't follow most of what he was saying. Pork futures? Cyclops, he's... Yeah, Cyclops, he's kind of experts on the future. See, the bet that they lost was that they could see the future... That's why they only got one eye. The other eye is apparently somewhere ahead of them. Okay. <laughs> well, great. Uh, <laughs> well, tell us all about it. Tell us how it went. I didn't even know there well, was a cryptozoology uh, conference. Well, that, that's you, know, you. You have to have a. You have to know the special handshake. Ah. Get okay. in. <laughs> all right. So, at any rate. Uh, I got talking with him. I mean, he's a big fella, so I had to stand on a ladder. Right. Uh, about 20 feet tall. And, you know, we got talking about this, that, and the other thing. Uh, and I, I decided I'd uh, invite him to come on back to the ranch uh, just to check out some of the exotic creatures that we have. Ah. Turns out that was a really good well, idea. Well, he is apparently a cryptozoologist, so he'd probably be interested in that. I bet he, did he visit? When did he visit? Yeah, he's a, Oh, he's still here. He's, he's sort of a subject matter expert on the thing. Oh, wow. I mean, he really likes it. He really likes out here. I mean, Cyclopses in general, they like rugged terrain. Uh, so he came out here and, you know, it, it was right in the middle of that uh, COVID-19 thing they were right. having, you mm -hmm. know. And uh, he, he was a big help because he had to, you know, it's like we had to wrestle some of the bigger animals in to get them vaccinated. He's really good with the dragons. Just kind of grabs them by the tail and gives them a butt noogie. Calms them right down because they got that extra brain back down there. When the extra brain is having a butt noogie and the front hand doesn't know what to do. Until you've seen a two-headed dragon cross its eyes, 
<laughs> any rate, you can sneak right up on them and, and, and get them with a needle. Okay. Of course, you know, it's a dragon, so the needle's the size of a, you know, the size of a fire hose, but, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> how do you work that? I mean, how's the whole, what, what's the plunger part of the needle? <laughs> Is that what uh, the Cyclops is gauge. for? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So he was helping you give shots to the uh, to the to the dragons only, or to all the animals. Well, he's really good with the bigger mm. animals. I mean, the smaller ones got to be careful with because he kind of he, he kind of step right. on them. Apparently, he does not see their future. Uh huh. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you had a good time together. Well, yeah, and they're dead shots with a rock if any unwanted predators come around. You know, M1 Abrams, anything like right? that. <laughs> well, the only thing I've ever heard about Cyclops is in Greek mythology and in uh, the Odyssey, where they were kind of mean to Odysseus in the Odyssey. Well, he says that, that he said they got bad press because uh, history was written by the winners, which in this case were the Greeks. Yes, well, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. It was a pretty good joke, though. What did he did? Do they have any record of what he thought of Odysseus's joke about my name is no one? <laughs> yeah, he says I. He... No one has put out my eye, is what the Cyclops said. Because he poked his eye out, which is kind of sad. So I hope it's not a real story, but. <laughs> Oh, that's real enough, you know. The Greek heroes always gave themselves uh, accolades for doing things that they probably shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> I mean, how in heck do you manage to get lost for 10 years in the Mediterranean? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I mean, it's like, he, Odysseus got mad because he thought his wife was, you know, going to run off and do something without him, you know? Right. But it's 10 years. Yes. <laughs> you can be declared dead in that amount of time. <laughs> I don't know if that counts for uh, Bronze Age Greece, but never mind. <laughs> yeah. So they say it's the, just uh, uh, that story about him putting the Cyclops eye out was true, but it wasn't. That's maybe not the whole story is kind of what I'm getting from you. Well, like I said, uh, Cyclops, they can see the future. And so obviously he saw that coming. Mm. It's just that... Uh, at the time, what he was trying to do was explain to Odysseus what was going to go wrong in his life next. Oh. <laughs> and it was something that Odysseus did not agree with. Oh, okay. Something he didn't really want spread around. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's just say it involved a, a, a trip to the a, a trip to the pig farm. Oh my goodness! Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Poor Odysseus. Sounds like he wasn't that wily. Well, he wasn't, you know, he's like Wily Coyote. Mm. That makes sense. You know, gravity is his greatest enemy. That makes sense. That makes sense. So tell me more about your guest. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, mostly the, the Cyclops, they keep themselves to themselves. Uh, uh, unlike a lot of the other creatures that we deal with, they, they are involved in some ways in the uh, modern society. They participate in the banking system. They're still making royalties, you see. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they did some stunt work for Ray Harryhausen in the Seventh Voyage of Sinbad. Ah, I remember that. Uh, that was a real Cyclops, huh? Yeah. Wow. They're good stunt Cyclops. <laughs> yep. They're really flexible. You know, like I said. And that's where you learn to wrestle dragons, too. Ah. Well, that would be a good place to do it. <laughs> 
Turns out the dragon on set wasn't entirely as tame as they thought it was going to be. Oh, okay. Well, it's good to know about the butt nookie <laughs> in that case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At any rate, like I said, they've been... He's still out here. We're probably going to have to, you know, he's only got a work visa for, you know, uh, about six months or so. He's got a work visa? Yes. <laughs> he's got an HB1. <laughs> What's that? They come over because they they come in, they're allowed in because they got specialized knowledge. Okay. Oh, that's great. But he's only got a temporary work visa. He can't, he can't stay forever. He has to re yeah, He can't stay forever. Not, not unless he marries somebody over here. <laughs> Any takers? Is he, has, is he interested in anyone? Well, there's this one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> I wish them the very best of luck then. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that he's going to go for it, though. No? <laughs> no, probably not. I mean, he does miss Greece. Oh, he, so he's actually from Greece. He had traveled to the conference in Sicily just the same as you, but he's actually a, a Grecian citizen, a Greek citizen. Yes. Ah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of places in you know Greece where they they they, they still they still do some lurking up there. Ah, okay. But basically, he's gonna probably travel on back up there, and uh, I may go over there and next year and see some of what he see some of what they're uh, they're working on well that will be interesting you'll have to bring us a report of what you've seen yep some of it's all hush hush you know well cryptozoology so you know, seems like it would be a little bit hush hush i mean you have to know the secret handshake to get into the conference so you know yep what if you're what if you are a creature that doesn't have hands what ha what happens well, then, then? You, then you use cryptocurrency hmm well, that makes sense. I don't even know why I asked. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, tell me more. Well, uh, you know, it's like you've heard of this place called Monte Carlo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they do all sorts of you know Gambling. change hands a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Used to be that the people who run Monte Carlo tried to keep all the cyclopses out. I mean, because you know, being able to see the future. Yes. Is really a good advantage when you're playing craps. Yes. <laughs> then they realize they could use them for security because they can see the bad, they, they can see things before they happen. Mm, good point. Good point. Yeah. So they make a quiet living that way. Nice. Yeah, sometimes you'll go over there and, you know, you won't, you won't actually notice them because they're disguised as statues. Oh, I see. You know, I've been to Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas and I wonder if they were disguised on staff there and I never knew it. Yeah, usually you can, the only way you can tell is they, is they got 20 foot tall trench coats. <laughs> well, I didn't see any of that. <laughs> I probably would have thought it was just three or four kids in a trench coat though, so they fooled me. Well, it looks like my timer's running out here. Alrighty, well, I'm really appreciative of you giving us a call and telling us about your friend Argus and his visit to, out to the ranch, so thank you very much for calling. Yep, congratulations on getting your reboots. Yes. And, uh... Hope to see you again. Yes, we'll we'll talk again after you visit Greece. So yeah. Good luck to you and good luck to your friend Argus. Good luck to you too. Thanks for listening, everybody. And until next time. Be nice to animals. For sure. All right. Thanks, Cotton. Bye bye. Bye bye. The Varmints Podcast is produced by Donna Hume. Our intro music is by Kevin McLeod. Our show logo is by Imran Javed. 
And our bed music today was Mirror Mind by Bobby Richards. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.